The Arizona border sheriff calls out Joe Biden for the crisis that he created. Texas wants to put through a law that allows people to sue big tech for censorship. And an OnlyFans star says the Catholic school expelled her children because of her content. We're getting into what would Jesus do in that situation. But before we get into this, please drop this video a like, subscribe, and the post notifications on new every single day. There might be random ads playing throughout this content that are fun to support the show. Please bear with me. Let's get into this. This is what the Arizona border sheriff had to say about the crisis on the border about Biden. He said, Biden owns this. We had it under control under Trump. So if you haven't noticed, everything everywhere has just gotten progressively worse and worse under the Biden administration almost immediately since he took office. So the sheriff, Mark Daniels, and President Biden during a Fox News interview this week of the ongoing crisis on the U.S.-Mexican border saying that Biden's reversal of the last administration policies have caused a serious problem on the border. When President Biden rescinded the emergency orders on the southwest border, it stopped resources and it stopped construction on our border. Daniel said, as a result of that, one area of the fence is not complete. We get five or six groups a day coming across there. It's opened the border. It opened up the message that it's okay to come into this country. This administration owns the decision and what it is doing to force us back to uh, 2019 where we had the largest what I call crime scene in the country to include the largest humanitarian situation going on. Daniel said that the border is essentially wide open right now, which has left local officials frustrated because we had it under control. Daniels also said he would love to hear Dr. Fauci talk about the public health issue at the southern border. A year ago today, we are running just on our camera system 300 to 400 a month. Daniel said in regards to the number of illegals uh, crossing the happening in this country in august when the politics kicked up we jumped to 1200 a month in december it was over 2500 illegal entries to include over 500 pounds of drugs i just got off the charts the other day it's skyrocketing numbers back when we in what we saw in 2019 the reason we had mpp and other programs trump put in place was because the 2019 caravan and surges it worked it's not working now so as you can see, it's probably also a lot of the mentality of these. It's not just people from Mexico. It's people from South America in general. They, they see what the Democrats' rhetoric is. They're seeing what Biden's saying, and they're saying, well, let's go. Let's just go over there. It seems like they're giving us all a free ride, and they're all just trying to flood in right now, and they're trying to get in before it's too late. Um, and this is exactly what the Democrats want. You got the Democrat progressive voters that are saying, oh, you know, we need to take care of people. We need to, we need to take care of them. Okay, you're going to take care of them? No, we're going to tax the rich. We're going to tax working Americans. We're going to tax this, that, and the other thing to take care of these people. It's like, well, you're the one that wants to take care of them. Why don't you take care of them? They don't. They want to force. This, this, is, this is the leftist virtue is forcing other people to do what you think is morally good, but you're not going to do it yourself. That is exactly, I think that's a good quote. I think you should quote that and spread that around. But that's what the left wants to do. Greg Abbott wants Texans to be able to sue social media for censorship. So he moves to end big tech censorship by calling it un-American and soon to be illegal in Texas. More states need to make this move. Uh, be sure to, by the way, guys, before we get too much into this, please be sure to give this video a like, share, and subscribe. So, respond to the conservative complaints about online censorship. Greg Abbott traveled Friday to Tyler to tout legislation that would uh, let Texans sue a social media company if they're blocked from giving or receiving options online. Senate Bill 12 would prohibit online censorship based on views and expressed repeat, repeated 
by the social media user in Texas. There's a dangerous movement that is spreading across the country to try to silence conservative ideas, religious beliefs, Abbott said during the news conference. Big Tech's efforts to silence conservative viewpoints is un-American, un-Texan, and is unacceptable. And pretty soon it is going to be against the law in the state of Texas. Social media companies like Twitter and Facebook insist that they do not target conservatives or political speech, merely enforce standards against those who promote violence, hatred, abuse, exploitation, or illegal activity. Acts. Now, we all know that there's been a double standard when it comes to enforcing these rules, uh, because if they did enforce these rules the same way, uh, not only not the Trump wouldn't be the only politician banned, you'll see tons of Democrats banned for actually actively calling for violence and destruction uh, actively on their platforms, uh, which Trump never did. But states, uh, State Senator Brian Hughes, a Republican from nearby whatever, the author of whatever, 12, echoed Abbott's claim, saying that social media companies want to enforce, uh, enforce silence if you have a viewpoint different from theirs. Now, this is a big tech's efforts to silence conservative viewpoints is un-American, un-Texan, and is unacceptable, and pretty soon is going to be illegal. That's, that's, that's what his quote is. Now, there might be a lot of Republicans, I guess a free market Republicans, coming out saying, well— into the free market, uh, they should be able to do whatever they want, and I do agree with that. But, 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 I think it's gotten to the point where these big tech companies have crossed the line into monopolies. They literally have a monopoly on free speech on the internet. There's no other way. You I mean, oh, make a website, yeah, and nobody's going to view it. The vast majority of, of, of the population of America, of the world, uses social media as a communication tool to get their voice out. It is their soapbox. So it's like soapbox company, soapbox companies coming out and saying, "Hey, no one's allowed to stand on our soapboxes anymore." <laughs> but obviously, then you can say, "Well, why don't you make your own box?" And <laughs> this is back to the point of the big tech companies: is that Parler they made their own box, and what happened? Their web hosting got shut down because of Amazon. Amazon shut down their web hosting. It's like saying, "Well, now um, how are you going to build a box? Now the wood companies aren't going to be selling you wood." to build your boxes. So how are you going to make your boxes? And now that's when Parler has to go to Russia to try to find some web hosting. And my Parler app still doesn't work. So if yours app doesn't work either, let me know. I want to make sure I'm not the only one. But it goes back and back and back. And I do think that it will take a couple decades. It will actually take not a couple decades, maybe at least an entire decade for the new age of, uh, of, of social media and the new age of tech to come in. But another problem that we do have is uh, Parler got banned and suspended from the App Store and on the Google, Google Store. So even if you do end up making a product that people can use to for the free speech, now you're going back to, okay, well, now you're going to have to make your own phones. Now you're going to make, make your own operating systems. Big tech has such a complete stranglehold, multi-trillions of dollars, which support Democrats and the progressive leftist agenda, uh, which, you know, these people think they're rebels and they're anti-rich. And so th- it's it's not just make your own social media. Okay, well, then you have to make your own web hosting. Okay, now you're going to have to make your own operating system. Okay, now you're going to have to make your own phones. Okay, now you need to spend trillions of dollars to advertise that to get that into everyone's hands. It's, you keep going back, and, and you find out there's too many steps along the way to get into that freedom where they've completely crossed the line of monopoly. And if you do start up any other company that would compete with them, they'll, one, either just buy you out, or two, just completely destroy you at the powers that be, making it literally impossible for any competition to freely enter the market. Granted, I do think eventually there will be freedom that will enter the market eventually. But right now, it's just they're they're at actual monopoly status. So 
there there is a line to be drawn on 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 what comes with the market and I mean, the market is demanding freedom. So that demand will eventually be filled. Um, it's just, it, it is a beyond uphill battle. Uh, so I mean, we're, we're seeing it happen in real time. And, you know, they're even trying to take Clubhouse down now because Clubhouse is like, you know, not a part of their big tech system. So they just want it down. They want it out. And they're, you know, the, and also, yeah, hey, even the media. And cancel culture is contributing to that to make sure that there are no competitors, which is honestly sick and insane to think that people who think they're fighting against the rich, fighting against the trillionaires, are literally defending these trillion-dollar companies and trying to squash any other small business free speech companies that pop up. It's honestly insane how these people think. There's, there's a few screws loose. Something doesn't work in their brain. And that's why I think that we should just give them L.A. and give them New York City. They can take that. They can live there in their paradise. Just give us the rest of the country back. Um, you do you. Let me do me. But they don't want that. They want to impose and enforce their will on everybody else. That's why we'll never be able to peacefully live together. So an OnlyFans star says Catholic school expelled her children because of her content. Now, I'm noticing a lot of people... Uh, on the right being, I guess, split on this. A lot of people are saying, yeah, get her, expel her kids from school, kick her out, exile her from the community because her morals don't align with their morals. And, mm, you know, ah, I feel like I went to Catholic school my entire life, spent over 10 years there. I'm not a church-going person. I'm not a big believer in the church, but I'm a big believer, I guess, in faith and the Bible and the teachings of Jesus and the teachings of the Bible. I'm a big fan of that, and I know almost everything that needs to be known about it. I mean, I grew up learning about it, and I studied it, and I was actually intrigued by it. I enjoyed actually learning about it. So, and, and, and learning about the morals and... Uh, the ideology of it, so and the philosophy of it. So when I saw this, this this is my immediate reaction. I thought Christ taught us to help people and forgive, not to keep them at, not to kick them out of school because they need to do what they need to do to get by. So I don't know her story. Maybe we'll get into her story in just a minute. Maybe they explain her story and why she does OnlyFans, but. You know, in the Bible, I guess mostly in the Old Testament, you know, I have up on screen a bunch of Bible verses about prostitution. And I, honestly, guys, hear me out before you start commenting your outrage of prostitution's not okay. Stop defending prostitution. No, I'm not doing that. I mean, I hate seeing so many of these comments of people. Uh, they'll say something and they'll make a comment and I'll say, well, if you watched the video, I literally addressed what you're saying right now, but you didn't watch the video. So please watch the video. So, um... Most of what's, I mean, pretty much every, most of what's said in the Bible about prostitution is bad. It talks about immoral, it's impure, it's, you know, bad for the body, whatnot. You know, your body's supposed to be a temple. I agree with, I obviously agree with all of that, you know. You should, but at the end of the day, I, I have that philosophy of you do you, boo-boo. But when, I feel like people, a lot of times, when it comes to the religious movement and the conservative religious movement, are excluding a lot of what Jesus did and a lot of Jesus's teachings, because Jesus always taught about forgiveness. Uh, you know, only God can judge me. That's one of the biggest things in the Bible. And, you know, that stuff, most of that, I think almost all of that stuff comes in the New Testament. 
So a lot of people, a lot of times I feel like people dwell on the Old Testament and they just kind of negate a lot of the stuff that happened with Jesus. But the core teachings of Jesus is, is at least from, from my religious uh, philosophy, is to live like Jesus. That's how I've seen it. And, and Jesus wouldn't be the one shaming the prostitute. Jesus wouldn't be the one shaming the porn star. Jesus wouldn't be the one shaming people who consume porn uh, for recreational purposes. Jesus wouldn't be shaming people who make porn or uh, or addicted to porn and have actual serious problems when it comes to that. And the same thing goes with prostitution. I mean, this is all uh, related in uh, into the uh, into I guess the the sex space. So, what did Jesus do? So, I'm going to read off this article about a few of Jesus's um, run-ins with prostitution. So, did G- Jesus love the adulteress and the prostitute? Absolutely. There are two remarkable stories showing how Jesus cared for all types of people. The religious folks called Pharisees in the time of Jesus were offended because in their view, God loved only the righteous who kept the law. They therefore distanced themselves, so-called unclean sinners, in a delusion of self-righteousness. Now, if we're reading this one paragraph off, we can see an immediate correlation in how this is relating to this OnlyFans star's uh, Catholic school expelled her children because of her content. Now, granted, we still got to read into this article to see if that is the reason why her kids got kicked out, and we'll make that assumption. We'll we'll see what happens soon, but I do want to just talk about the essence of of this being happened, whether if this is completely factual or not, but there's still a lesson to be learned here. But Jesus was often eating and drinking with corrupt tax collectors and other sinners. He met people where they were and healed them. In addition, Jesus proclaimed that both law keepers and lawbreakers are sinners in need of forgiveness. How could this be? So that's why Jesus sat, ate, and drank with sinners. Why? Because he wanted to make them a better person. Because he didn't want to exile them. You exile somebody out of the community. You you give them more hate. If someone has a problem, if someone's doing sin, if someone has to do sin to do good. Um, granted, there are lines, and I think the line comes a lot of times in, in our society. You know, if you're going to go around killing people or robbing people, you know, hey, there's going to be consequences for such. But in a situation like this, you know, this is only affecting her and herself. But let's continue reading. The adulteress and Jesus. One day... Well, let's not do the adulteress. Let's say the prostitute in Jesus. One of the Pharisees uh, named Simon invited Jesus to have dinner with him. A sinful woman, most likely a corrupt prostitute, heard Jesus was eating there and came with uh, an alabaster jar full of perfume. She stood behind Jesus as his feet wept and began, began to wet his feet with her tears. She then wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. Her gesture was uh, financially and socially costly. She not only poured expensive perfume on Jesus' feet, but also wiped them with her hair in public. By unloosening her hair in a society where women wear a head covering as a sign of, of, I can't pronounce that word, she was making an ultimate pledge of loyalty to Jesus. With tears in her eyes and other guests watching, she certainly did not commit a sexual provocative act. But Simon the host was offended by her coming and treatment of the prophet in an unorthodox manner. He wanted to avoid people like her. Jesus told Simon in an astonishing story. A man loaned money to two people, 500 pieces of silver and 50 pieces of other. 
but neither of them could repay him. So he kindly forgave them both, canceling their debts. Who do you suppose loved him more after that? Simon replied, I suppose the one with the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus responded. What is the moral of the story? The more forgiveness one receives from Jesus, the most costly one, uh, one loved one can offer it back to him. By contrast, Simon, who has been, for, been uh, forgiven little, loved little. People judge others based on outward appearance or reputation. But Jesus looks at the heart and offers boundless grace to all those who turn to him in faith. In final words, Jesus forgave a, a woman's sin, reminding her that the faith in him was the saving force that would lead to a path of peace. The woman did not utter a single word, but her actions spoke louder than any words. Joy comes in the life that is committed to purity. So, granted, if you're still doing OnlyFans, you're not at that point yet. But how would you get to that point if you're being exiled out of your community? Now, I see too many conservative, born-again Christians, and just, just, just Christians in general out there, who I, I feel like have a misunderstanding of the Christ part in their faith. And I might be young. I might only be 27 years old. But, I mean, this is something that I live by. And when you live by something and you live by something every day, granted, we're not all perfect. Granted, I do make mistakes along the way, and I'm, I'm probably—you can probably find a part in my life where you'll find some hypocrisy in what I'm saying right now. But I'm trying to just spread the word of Jesus. And if you guys are going to act like you're Christians and you support the exile of her out of a religious community because of what she does, maybe she, you don't know her story. You don't know why she does it, why she might need to do it. Heck, it might be something that she just wants to do. Instead of helping those children and maybe put, maybe if, if, even if you think oh, she can't be a good mother because she does OnlyFans. Even if you think that, you're going to punish her children for such? You're not going to, hey, you know, if, if I see, let's just pretend she's a bad mother. Let's just say she's a bad mother, treats her kids bad, and has a bad influence on her kids. Why would you want to exile those kids away from you? Someone who can actually help and make a difference in these kids' lives. Someone, why? Why would you do that? I would want to keep those kids close to me as possible. This way I can be the, their, their moral compass. I can help push them in the right direction on how to live a good life if their parents aren't teaching them how to be a good person, if their parents are a bad influence. Why would you want to push them away? That's being reactive and not being proactive. That's another thing I like to live by. Be proactive, not reactive. You know, kicking her out, punishing her kids, punishing her, setting her possibly on a path of more sin and more evil, that's being reactive. That's not being proactive. You're at, if honestly, I would think that this would be considered a sin because you're in a position where you can help better and make things better, and you're just making things worse. So OnlyFans superstar uh, kids have reportedly been thrown out of their school because of her content online. Uh, her real name, which is Crystal Jackson, told CBS 13 that the Sacramento Sacred Heart Parish School threw out her three children after her OnlyFans account became public knowledge. They wanted my kids removed from the school, and they were successful in the very end, she told the news outlets. Now, 
uh, let's see, for everyone, and else you might be saying is, oh, they're a private school, they're a private business, they can do what they want. Yeah, they can do what they want. But what is legal and what is moral, those are two different things. For everyone allowing, uh, Poindexter has been all over the news recently after she revealed the local moms were bullying her over her OnlyFans account, which roughly makes 150000 a month. It's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. And if somebody... That's a lot of money. You know, that's honestly, I think it's a lot of these local moms that are jealous. Um, oh, oh, I, I only make five thousand a month to ten thousand a month. Uh, she's over there selling her her tits for for one hundred fifty thousand a month. That uh, definitely a lot of this stems from jealousy, and it's just so ironic is that this is coming from a Christian community. Uh, can you imagine? This is, this is literally, this is why I like the Bible. This is why I like history, because we see this stuff repeat itself all the time. Now, in this similarities to that Bible verse, to, to that story about Jesus and the prostitute, and I hope you guys are realizing these similarities that are going on. Poindexter claimed that she received harassing messages. Religious leaders were informed and gossip groups were started. Now the school, her children, went to have allegedly escalated the situation. Uh, and this is her. She just looks like a normal mom, to be honest. Whether you support women on OnlyFans or not, going after three young children seems to be a really bad way of handling the situation. As I said yesterday, when you have a problem with someone, it is best to address it with them privately. Either that or learn to mind your own business. This is what the Daily Wire writer is saying, I believe. Allegedly expelling children for their actions of the parents doesn't seem necessary. I thought in America you were to be judged on your own merits and not the merits of your blood. Um, so I, I think what this article is saying is obviously they don't support the mom, but just don't punish the kids. I, I would say my opinion is a little bit different than that. But I'll leave you going off. Whenever you see a situation, something like this, whenever you see anything, anything going on, I would say is probably one of the questions you should ask yourself. What would Jesus do in this situation? What would Jesus do in a situation where the school was kicking out the children of a mother who does sex work? What would Jesus do? I could tell you what Jesus won't do. Jesus wouldn't kick her kids out of school. Jesus wouldn't exile her from the community. Jesus wouldn't harass her, make her feel, you know— bad about herself, would bully her. I, I, Jesus wouldn't do any of those things. What Jesus would do is probably talk to her, communicate with her, understand her. If this woman wanted forgiveness, she would probably ask forgiveness. If she needed to do what she needed to do to get by, maybe Jesus would help her, saying, hey, we can help you go in a different direction where you don't need to do this to take care of your family. We can help you go in this direction. What would Jesus do? And I can tell you right now, Jesus would not do what this Catholic school is doing. Jesus would not do what these people in this Catholic school community would be doing. And I think there comes a time where people really need to practice what they preach or understand what they're preaching. Anyway, guys, let me know what you guys think. Please like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on. Sorry to get into that right after something so inspirational. So you know what? I'm just going to give this episode... Um, just a, just a hard ending. So thank you so much for watching. Peace out.